It's Tuesday, the 24th of January, 2023. Welcome to The Fast Five by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. Sean, five big stories today to get through in five minutes. Let's jump straight into it. Story number one, Microsoft founder Bill Gates is in Sydney at the moment, and yesterday he told a Lowy Institute audience that including China in international trade is as important as coordinating transitions away from fossil fuels. He said it was sad that the world was evolving such that people won't want to rely on China over the next decade or so, and that will create inefficiencies. China's rise is a big win for the rest of the world because of its contribution to the global economy and technological innovation. Gates said politicians that want policies that hurt China have a lose-lose mentality as it will slow economic growth, slow the invention of cancer drugs and climate change progress. He also said the rate of innovation out of the US remains very high despite political divisions. Now, those divisions he blamed on news outlets for eroding trust in public institutions. Very candid yesterday. I suppose Bill Gates is always pretty candid. He said it was too late for the world to prevent temperatures from rising by one and a half degrees, so the focus should be on preventing a two and a half degree rise. He's also investing in a local startup, Rumen8, which is also backed by Andrew Forrest. Now, Rumen8 is all about developing seaweed feed for cattle, which theoretically reduces ethane emissions. Gates said the Russia-Ukraine war had diverted the world's attention from poverty and climate change. He's open to nuclear technology, but is a bit worried about the science behind it not being clear. And on COVID, he said no country deserved an A, but Australia did well because it scaled up quarantine and vaccinations. All right, on to story number two now, and Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says that national security will be a key focus for the May federal budget. Though, Sean, he wouldn't confirm reports that the government will spend up to $1 billion on sea mines and high-tech underwater weapons. The Sydney Morning Herald yesterday reported that Australia will acquire sea mines from a European supplier for somewhere between half a billion and a billion dollars as a significant deterrent to potential aggressors. Yesterday, the Prime Minister was coy on it. He said he wouldn't preempt advice expected from a strategic review currently being conducted. Now, the government expects to receive the report next month and will also look at how Australia could shift defence strategies from traditional land-based conflict to modern warfare, things like missile defence through to cyber security. The PM also hinted that Medicare will undergo a major overhaul, saying it's been struggling to keep up. Strengthening Medicare is among the government's highest priorities. And Mr Albanese hinted that the government will share the load of primary care in a blended system. That probably means nurses and pharmacists may get an expanded role to take the load off doctors. Sean, story number three, Jetstar is the most likely airline to cancel your flight, or at least it was in December, with 7.2% of flights cancelled. That is a lot. It sure is. At Virgin, it was 1 in 10 or 5%. Now, Qantas cancelled 2.7% of flights, and for Rex, it was just 0.7%. Qantas and Rex, Regional Express, were the most punctual airlines with more than three quarters of flights leaving on time. About one third of Virgin departures were late. Only 60% of Jetstar's flights took off on time. Now, according to the Bureau of Transport and Regional Economics, across carriers, nearly one in 10 flights on the busy Melbourne-Sydney route, I think it's the second, well, pre-COVID, it was the second busiest route in the world, one in 10 flights were cancelled in December. It seems pretty incredible. Just quickly, while on airlines, there was a little bit of fallout from the Qantas flights that were forced to turn around over the past week. Five flights have had to do that. Qantas domestic and international boss Andrew David told TGB Radio yesterday that pilots were trained to err on the side of caution 
And that's basically what happened. All right, story number four on shifting from planes to cars now, Sean. And the days of used car prices rising, not falling, are over, it seems, with used vehicle prices down about 12% since May and expected to fall another 10% this year. But Michael, if you're buying a used car, you're still paying about 50% more than pre-pandemic, according to Moody's Analytics. With the supply of new vehicles improving and expected to continue to do so, used car prices are under pressure. Add to that higher costs via interest rates or just living costs, really, maybe you'd be better off to wait a few months before buying a second-hand vehicle. Interestingly, used electric vehicle prices are also falling. They've done so for seven months in a row, albeit modestly. All right, last one. Story number five, Sean. A top health official in China estimates that 1.1 billion people have been infected since the dismantling of COVID controls late last year. The latest data suggests about 60,000 people a month are dying from the disease, though officials are under fire for narrowing the definition of what a COVID death is. They're saying only deaths from respiratory failure should be included. The World Health Organization has urged Beijing to release more detailed information on the situation. The country's chief epidemiologist said 80% of the population of 1.4 billion have been infected in the current outbreak. The good news is he doesn't expect a large-scale second nationwide outbreak as a result of the current Lunar New Year celebrations where people are moving around pretty much because so many people caught the disease before Christmas. All right, there we go. The top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. It's Tuesday, the 24th of January, 2023. Remember, you have to hit follow on the podcast, please. And if five minutes isn't enough, you can find our longer daily show called Fear and Greed wherever you listen to podcasts, along with a bunch of interviews and things, including one today on the future of crypto. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was The Fast Five by Fear and Greed. Have a great day. Listener.